0: Welcome back to Rosé Till Christmas Day, a show where we get you to uncork a bottle and enjoy some cheesy holiday fragrance. I'm Emma, and I'm joined by my delightful co-host, Abby.
1: Hello. Hello. How are you Hello. doing? Ah, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing... I'm here. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We, uh, we... Ha- <laughs> We've we been having an adventure on, on uh, Rosé here. <laughs> yep. Well we we what we, we the initial plan was to record these back to back last night and then I just got too drunk. So. Yeah. <laughs> Emma had a whole bottle of wine to herself. Yeah. So, so guess we what I decided? I'm <laughs> Are you drinking water? I am drinking water. Proud of you Water. Water. Water <laughs> Water. 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 Oh uh. yeah. So that's what, you what you're drinking? drinking today. That is what I'm um, drinking today. I have a chai latte with oat milk. So it will not upset my tum-tums yes, further because um, my brunch this morning upset my tum-tums okay. because I have a very delicate tum-tums. So. you silly. You're so silly. I yeah. so silly. But I have, I have a chai latte. The dog is trying to steal my blanket. And I also have water. So <laughs> that is my situation right now. It is Saturday afternoon. We're doing great. I'm,
0: yeah. It's Saturday afternoon. It's the start of my work week and I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Charlie, you have your own dog bed with three blankets in it in this room. Why are you stealing my blanket?
0: (laughs) Because it smells like you.
1: Oh oh my God, he just cocooned himself. He's so fucking cute. Anyway. (laughs) How'd you get into the Christmas spirit this week, Abby? Um, how did I get into the Christmas spirit this week? You know what I did? I had a rough day on Wednesday, um, and I ended up going home from work early because it was a tough time, and I am very lucky to have FMLA for my mental health. And I went home, um, and I curled up on the couch with Chuck under a blanket and I turned off all of the lights downstairs in the living room and only plugged in the Christmas tree and just kind of chilled and read fanfic and cuddled with the dog. And then eventually Chris, when he came upstairs from doing homework. And so there's like a little thing, but there's something about just existing in the the glow of a Christmas tree that is yeah. balm for the soul.
0: It really is. Um, I put up my full Christmas tree
1: last Mm -hmm. Saturday, a week ago. Yeah, it's Um,
0: beautiful. Yeah, Joe Biden's been president elect for a week. That's always the way that I remember. I put up my Christmas tree the same day that Joe Biden was made president elect. So, woo, that's pretty cool. Um, And yeah, there's been like just a couple moments where I've just been like sitting. So I like so I just kind of put together the rest of my Christmas corner, so to speak this mm-hmm. week so and so my christmas corner is more or less finished mm-hmm. and it's beautiful it's i like it it's like yeah. enchanted forest themed and yeah. i think
1: i did a good job with it my sister you said did. it
0: looked like an elf had thrown up in my living
1: room you know what <laughs> shut up
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> like, the point helen shut right. up
1: right <laughs> right you posted pictures of it on twitter right yes i did beautiful yeah yeah it is lovely thank you so mm-hmm.
0: just been enjoying that and enjoying christmas music i found uh charlie brown christmas on vinyl and so like just like putting that in and just like chilling after mm-hmm. or, or like right before
1: work has been really nice too yeah so yeah. yeah i gotta put my i gotta pull my vinyl collection out and pull the mm-hmm. record player out and play some christmas music yeah, you just got to play some good old Ella wishes you a swinging Christmas. Honestly, okay. best Christmas album of all time. <laughs> what are we watching this week, Abby? We watched Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. It, it just Jingle came Man. out on Netflix yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were both like, oh yeah, we could watch it on
0: Thursday. No, yeah, no, it didn't <laughs> come out until Friday. <laughs> but that's okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: Jingle Jiggle is a 2020 film released on Netflix.
1: Hey, it's future Abby. Emma's audio got a little messed up here. So, uh, this movie was written and directed by...
0: David Talbert, and it stars Forrest Whitaker as Jeronicus Jangle, Madeline Mills as Journey Jangle, Keegan-Michael Key as Gustaferson, Lisa Davina Phillip as Mrs. Johnston, Anika Noni Rose as Jessica Jangle, Felicia Rashad as Grandmother Journey Jangle, Ricky Martin as Don Juan Diego. Um, the composer was John Debney with songs by John Legend and Philip Lawrence.
1: Uh, full disclosure, I watched the trailer for this movie like a while ago when it dropped. I, for some reason, like it did not process or sink into my mind that this movie's a musical. It didn't for me either. And you know why? Why?
0: Because I watched it with the sound off. (laughs) I was just like, this looks really Oh, the
1: trailer. I thought you meant the movie. I'm like, Emma, how are we going to talk about the movie? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think I did. I didn't like watch it with the sound on either now that i think about it but either way like the opening musical like the first musical number hits and i was like this is a musical okay (laughs) so that like (laughs) way shot up my opinion of this movie so now we have we have two musicals on the roster this year and i'm stoked oh my god we do i'm stoked and they're both netflix yeah great yeah it's fantastic i'm very happy i'm very happy so shall we get in to jingle jangle I think so. Should we jingle the jangle?
0: Let's not go there. Um, Jingle my (laughs)
1: jangles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need alcohol to be inappropriate.
0: (laughs) That's why I love you. Yay. Um, So, our movie begins. It's one night before Christmas. Um, Two children are playing by the fire. It looks to be about the 40s, maybe the
1: 1950s. I would I would pin it, like, I was trying to pin down, like, the, the, because there's, it takes place over, like, three different time periods, right? So we've got, um, the beginning where we start, and then there's, like, another time, ta- there's two other time periods after that. And I think, I want to say, this is, like, where we begin is, like, maybe mid-30s, mid-1930s, okay. just based on the outfits but it is hard to say because they do take some artistic liberties with um mm-hmm. the setting and costumes and um like what actually exists in the world that wouldn't have actually existed in those actual time periods yeah
0: i want to say based on Felicia Rashad's hair is mm-hmm. 40s yeah maybe like late
1: but, 30s early 40s yeah yeah hey it's future abby here again um we had some more audio issues with emma's audio uh it should be fixed after this i don't know i haven't listened to the rest of the episode yet but uh this is when emma ended up switching mics so her uh audio won't be so poppy um but basically during this part it it was too laggy and poppy for me to f- fucking figure out how to fix it. So basically what Emma and I were talking about here was the beginning of the film, how we begin with two young children looking into the fire. And the, the younger girl is like, I can see it. I can see, I could see people dancing in the fire. And her older brother is just like, Uh no. And we have grandma come out and they're like, grandma, read us a story and what happens oh no oh yeah and and the young the boy is like Rita's night before Christmas and she grandma sees that like the little girl seems kind of bummed out and sad because her brother couldn't see what she was seeing and so um she's like it's time for a different story and she takes out this really gorgeous like uh, book that's very steampunky, very animated, but very cool at the same time, and starts to tell the story of Geronicus jangle. And so we go back to when Geronicus was young. We are at his shop. It is gorgeous. It is hustling and bustling. And everybody is enthralled with Geronicus's shop. And people are buying stuff left and right, and Jeronicus is there with his wife and his daughter, Jessica. And basically, what happens is Jeronicus gets a package, and this is going to be the thing that sets them apart from all of the rest. This is going to be the number one invention, and Jeronicus opens it, and we—it it is a beautiful song and dance, which we'll talk about in a hot second. And... He uses it to make this toy, this toy, like, like I don't know, matador. I think he is a matador, um, come to life. And he puts it in, and it's Ricky Martin. And he plays Don Juan Diego. And he's very suave and very smooth and very full of himself. Um, and he is, like, c- totally conscious like he has a he has a conscience and a con, con whatever he's ricky martin and his name is don juan diego and i think this is about where we start picking up the conversation again so with different audio so emma's audio quality drops just a smidge but it's worth it okay bye future Abby
0: out um what was the last thing i said talking spanish toy person don juan diego Don Juan diego don juan diego um and so he's really excited he's telling his wife like to change everything he tells his daughter i'm gonna get you everything you want times a million Mm -hmm. and then there's this amazing song and dance number that happens
1: this day that is the that's the song that we get first and it is very lively the the dance, I love the dance. The choreography in this movie is oh, stellar. So good. And it's so good. Right. Like I said, too, at the top of the episode, I was like, I didn't realize this was a musical until we got a musical. Um, but I was like, man, this music feels very uh, the greatest showman. And so yes. I did some research, and the composer, John Debney, composed The Greatest Showman. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And so that it makes was, a, lot like, a lot of sense.
0: Because in a lot of ways, I'm like watching this movie and I'm like, this feels like what I kind of wanted The Greatest Showman to be more of. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And so, but this like, just like completely like hits all those notes perfectly. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, maybe and- like the songwriting's just a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah. But
1: this, yeah. Because yeah. like the songs are, the uh, some of the songs are written by John Legend and Philip Lawrence, mostly Philip Lawrence, um, who's... Mm-hmm. Who's worked for years with Bruno Mars, um, and oh. uh, I w- I was also li- like like the choreography even was very Greatest Showman, and I looked it up and the choreographer was the same for Greatest Showman. So okay, um, I really so it wasn't just
0: me like seeing things. I'm like, no, no. this is actually like, yeah, the the th- the similarities are not by accident.
1: No, 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 it is okay. it is very nice and very. This is what I like about um this this musical movie is it's very unapodic- unapologetically musical. like, yes, it is campy at times. um, but it's perfect. like in in it's music. there's not one song I didn't like in this movie. um no. There is one that I'll talk about later that I don't know if it I felt like it didn't fit well in the movie, but like all the music is stellar, the choreography is on point, everybody looks joyful when they're singing and dancing. It is very well produced this movie, and you can tell that by the first number.
0: Yeah. Um so, Geronicus has an apprentice working in his shop. His apprentice goes by the name of Gustafsson. Um Gustafsson what? I thought it was it's just Gufsustin. No, it is Gufsustin. Yeah. Okay. Watch the entire movie, and I still don't know this guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he has, a the named working under him. Um, so Gufsustin's also an inventor, but he's, like, not anywhere near to Geronica's level, and, you know, you can kind of tell, like, he's not feeling great about that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so he ends up going up to the shop background, and he meets don juan diego mm-hmm. and don juan diego doesn't want to be sold as a toy no he just wants to do his thing he's one and in so a million convinced... yes like because and that was also can't... the thing
1: is Geronicus was going to mass produce don juan diego's mm. and he's just like no i am the only one which then like
0: brings up some questions of like um <laughs> uh, what's the word Sentience. um sentience and toys and should they have their <laughs> own should, should they, they have, have in their own life <laughs> sentient toy rights yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: so um so don juan convinces guftison to not only steal him but also all of Dronicus's inventions and they're all written down in this book and so he leaves Jeronicus uh, notices him at the last minute. He tries to catch him. He can't. He tries to go to the police. The police don't really believe him. Um, so he's just lost everything. And so Gustafus... And then Gustafuson suddenly becomes the most successful toymaker ever because he's using all of these stolen ideas from Jeronicus. Mm-hmm. And so then people stop going to Jeronicus's toy store and business starts failing. And you know what? He's trying to invent still, but like... The betrayal has, like, hurt him so much that he's kind of lost whatever spark there is. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, he also comes down with a case of Dead Wife. Yep. And, uh, you know, that also affects him horribly. And literally, literally. So they're kind of telling, um, like, the interval time through these like really well-animated, like, toys. Yeah. Like, it's like they're using toys to kind of tell the stories in the interim. And literally the wife is just like literally standing next to um Jeronica said she looks fine.
1: And then she just drops And then the next dead. minute she
0: just she just literally drops dead. Um and that so is
1: truly a case of dead wife.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so he still raises Jessica, but
1: they used to be very, very close, but like the pain of of losing everything to Gustason to begin with, and then also losing his wife, he struggles to be a single father because like a lot of, a lot of the story revolves around um, Jeronicus, not only losing his faith in himself, but his faith in people in general. Um, mm-hmm. Because like he did see Gustason as a genuine apprentice. Um, mm-hmm. And like wh- it's implied to, at the beginning of the movie to look like he, Gustafson is very underappreciated. Because he's mm-hmm. trying to make his own invention, the twirly-whirly, and it keeps getting fucked up. And he's just like, "Geronicus, please, for the love of God, help me out with this. And Jeronicus, is, this is when he's getting his big invention, so he's excited, and he's like, later, later, we'll do this later. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a big reason why, like, Gustafson is tricked by... Don Juan Diego, a fucking toy. Um, because Don Juan Diego plays on his insecurities of like, he doesn't actually care, you're never gonna be as great as him. You and <laughs> Don Juan Diego would take uh, offense to you using the term stealing. He calls it borrowing indefinitely, <laughs> <laughs> which borrow indefinitely is the name of the song. Um, so yeah. we get a lovely number with uh, the delicious voice of Ricky Martin. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so a lot of it is Jeronicus losing faith in himself and then faith in other people and that sours his relationship with Jessica and completely yeah. pushes her away and she's just like, fine, then I'll leave. That's
0: that's how it works with toxic parents.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just how you do. because Adult children of emotionally go. immature parents. <laughs> that's a book. Da, 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 da. People should read that book if they have emotionally immature parents. <laughs> Oh
0: my god. <laughs> um, so, t- a significant amount of time has passed. So, the toy store is now a pawn shop. Um, so, and then we see that Dronicus um, still owns the place. He's still selling out of it. He still kind of tinkers in the back, but he doesn't really do anything with it. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And, like, it's clear that it's a pawn shop. No refunds is something you see in the window <laughs> and all, <laughs> no nothing. all the time. No nothing. No <laughs> nothing. He yep. doesn't like he's he's just barely making ends meet and you kind of get the vibe from that um it's just crap everywhere um he has a new little apprentice slash helper who helps take care of the shop with him his uh his name's edison he's like 10 years old mm-hmm. he's duty. He's, he's so cute he's very shy and very clumsy mm-hmm. but he's thinks the world yeah he just thinks the world of jeronicus because he's heard the stories of what geronicus used to be and so mm-hmm. in some ways he still believes in him but geronicus doesn't really pay him any mind um,
1: that's something i really like about this movie is like and we'll we'll see later when we get into like journey coming coming into the story more but like the kids like i mean this is always like the 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 theme of christmas movies surrounding children is like the children carry the belief and the adults mm-hmm. have lost it but like it's kind of cool to see like these two young kids being like, no, I believe in you and the person that you actually are um, and that you still have that magic inside of you. Because like that is also a huge thing is like Jeronicus could see these like magical equations and like some of them are like legitimate, like physics and math things. But then mm-hmm. it's like the square root of impossible or, or like the, you know, whatever else the some of the weird things are. Um, but like he can see it. Jessica can see it, and then we find out later that Journey can see it. Um, but I just, I like that the two kids carry this belief for him um, until mm-hmm. he's able to carry it for himself. Yeah.
0: Um, there's also a male lady who <laughs> likes to stop by a lot. Her name is Mrs. Johnston. And Johnston. she makes it, Ms. Johnston, sorry, Ms. Johnston. And Ms. Johnston makes it very clear. But uh she wants, she wants to, that jangle Geronicus. Yep, she wants to jingle that jangle. <laughs> uh, and Geronicus just is like a complete wall. She's he gives nothing in return. He's almost like a little like taken aback by all of her like mm-hmm. very forward.
1: He's very <laughs> and, uncomfortable. Geronicus yeah. does not know how to interact with people. No. Like his social skills are are limited. Um mm-hmm. but I liked that about his character. It's like, yeah. he, he doesn't know how to interact with people. He does better with machines and inventing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved that.
0: So um, we also learned that the bank is there, and it's the banker is played by Hugh Bonville from Downton Abbey. Yeah. And, uh, he has delicious he, mutton chops. <laughs> he's got great mutton chops, and they, yeah. they're very well blended into his face. Yes. I don't believe for they a work for him. Guy. Like they, I don't believe for a second that Matt actually grew mutton chops, but no. I think they, the the hair and makeup
1: department... Okay, the hair department on this film, first oh. of all, holy shit! Yes, <laughs> give it so up for the good. hair department. It is so good. The hair and costume department, like yeah, that is also mm-hmm. that's a, that's another thing because like we're when we start the movie, we have you know the art like present time, but then we go past, and I'd put that at like. I would say like mid like mid to early late if that makes sense 1800s um and then they do a really good job of like switching you can see that trend of like coming out of Victorian style into some Edwardian um Mm -hmm. with the the styles of the costumes and like yeah, I could sit here and be like, some of this is inaccurate. But, like, the way they take creative liberties makes sense and it works. Because this movie is kind of steampunk-y. Yeah, Um, And is. by steampunk-y, it's very steampunk. Um, mm-hmm. But they do a really good job. The costuming department is phenomenal. The hair department is phenomenal. Like, yeah, they did this such is, a good this job. This is what
0: happens when you get a hair department that knows how to work with black hair. Because, yes, holy fucking shit. is Yeah honey so good so <laughs> so good yeah um yeah where were we? <laughs> the bank, <laughs> so the bank <laughs> mm-hmm. is coming in and uh they're like listen and like the banker seems like as good a guy as you could be when you're a banker but he's like listen like you promised this for us like so many years ago i can't keep telling them off like i you, you yeah. have to produce something or we're gonna have to foreclose like that's just what it it is what it is. And um yeah. And it's weird to actually be in a movie where like the bank is kind of like this looming thing in the background, but
1: they're not necessarily the bad guys. It's just, yo, yeah. You can't pay her anything. We kinda have to take it back. Sorry. <laughs> it's very Mary Poppins in that respect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like the bigger in Mary Poppins is like more overtly
1: evil. Well, so, yeah, that's kind of. What I'm thinking I'm more saying. like. I guess I'm thinking more like Mary Poppins returns. Um, yeah, if you yes. invest Tuppin in the bank, you yes. will see. <laughs>
0: um. So he did promise that. Like, if he showed them this revolutionary toy, like he, but, like they'd give him all the money in the world because they know he'd they'd get their investment back. And he's like, "Listen, you have till Christmas." Hmm. So like we need to see something. Yep. And uhstronicus is like, well, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> so he's just preparing himself for the fact that the pawn shop will be closing.
1: We get a wonderful number by Miss Ms. Johnston um okay. called Miles and Miles. And I yeah. love this number because one, it is just so much fun. Um the the person who did the singing voice for Ms. Johnston is Marisha Wallace. Um, She has a gorgeous voice. And then I love the trio of the gentlemen that also accompany her because the bass. If there's anything that's going to jingle my jangles, it is a beautiful bass voice that is clear and gorgeous. And yeah, it just rustles all my (laughs) jimmies. (laughs) <laughs>
0: this is, like, the first song where, like, you actually really heard the influence of black music on, like, yeah. the whole musical sound on yeah. everything. And I'm like, yes, I am um, um, into this. Like, this just is... feel Everything about this movie feels like yeah. a labor of love. And, like, you just see how much of it just kind of comes through. And, like, this was the, my first indication that, like, this, this was a musical where people were allowed to do what they've been wanting to do yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, uh, I think it's amazing.
1: Um, I read an I read an article that was like um, Philip Lawrence having having sit down with David Talbert and like talking about you know what they want for this music and they were very much so going for that Motowny soul, um, very black inspired music and that's also part of why Philip Lawrence got signed onto the project is because like he has done a lot of motown e sounds in present mm-hmm. day um, in throughout his career in producing music. Very it's good cool. stuff.
0: Yeah, no, you could definitely hear that. Yeah. Um, and like the dancing, again, the dancing- yes! that It's so doing. good! It's so good! Anyways, um, so we zoom over to Jessica. Um, Jessica has fully grown now and she has her own daughter. Her daughter is named
1: Journey. Jessica was fine. Like, if like they were estranged. Like Jessica mm-hmm. and Geronicus are estranged. But she was fine for Journey to meet Geronicus so long as Geronicus requested to meet Journey. Um, and so she supposedly gets a letter from Geronicus saying, like, hey, I'm ready to make amends. I would like to meet my granddaughter in person. And Jessica's just like, okay, because of she has very similar talents to her grandfather. She can see the equations and all of that. She's an inventor in her own right. And Jessica's like, "Yep, you can go see your grandfather."
0: Yeah,
1: it was actually Journey who sent the letter.
0: Oh, so yeah. she's playing her mom. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. She <laughs> plays them both.
1: She plays. Yeah. She ends up playing them both.
0: Yeah so Journey goes and meets with Jeronicus, and Jeronicus can barely stand being around her. He's like, who are you, small child, I guess we're related, okay? And he, like, doesn't even invite her into the house. (laughs) At first, he's like, you'll figure it out. She's like, it's the middle of winter, what?
1: She's (laughs) like, I am 12.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm staying with you, okay? And so Mm -hmm. she just, she's really good. She just kind of, like, persists and kind of gets her way with him in the end, which is just very adorable. um similar it was just very journey, and one of the reasons why i absolutely love her as the protagonist mm-hmm. she's oh she amazing. is
1: she is so persistent like she is so she's such a strong belief system and i adore mm-hmm. that about her um like when she sings her little song, not the only one, that's the first one we get of just Journey of not the only one of like, I can't just, this can't just be me. Like I can see all these magical things and I can do all of this inventing. Um, and that's why I want to see my grandfather and stuff like that. My mom doesn't invent anymore, probably because it's too painful for her to do so. But um, yeah, Journey has a very strong conviction in the goodness yes. of others and i adore that in any character so. but she's
0: also like if she ha- sets her mind on something it's just gonna happen oh yeah like, oh journey yeah doesn't journey doesn't know barriers she's just like no what
1: doing fuck you like, come on <laughs> Yeah, i break down barriers yeah i love her yeah. can we talk about the egg
0: <laughs> i okay i'm like i'm looking at this note and i'm like oh, i didn't put that there so there's just, just an egg
1: i just i just thought it was because he funny. buys one
0: egg and he's yes. like i don't have any food i i bought an egg
1: we could split it <laughs> and <laughs> it's like just looking at him like are you <laughs> fucking crazy like okay so one <laughs> if y'all for the most part our listeners come from star Wars Twitter. Um, so there's already been so much egg discourse. And so the <laughs> fact that and just an egg in general gets brought to the attention in this movie made me laugh. But also just the way it was, because like Journey meets Jeronicus out on like in the streets because like he's buying stuff from local stalls and he like is going up to a food one. And like all he buys is one singular egg. And then, like you said, offers to share with her. I'm assuming it's a hard-boiled egg. Maybe. Um, but, like... He could fry it up and, like, split
0: it in half, too. And then they both yeah. get a little bit... Yeah, but, like, <laughs> he, he
1: specifically buys one egg. <laughs> <And> <laughs> when, she, when he's, like, uh, offering her food, he's like, Can I interest you in an, an egg in this trying time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah! Oh my gosh. Um. So we also see what Gustafson has been up to all this mm-hmm. time, and he's still a very successful toy maker. Um. But uh, the book ran out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> book ran out. So
0: he has to try and and like the okay the intro music for Gustafson. Ah! <laughs> Magic like, Man ra- G.
1: It is uh, so Magic Man good. G-
0: it was like until we got to like one of the last songs at the end, I was like, This this is the showstopper. This like mm-hmm. there are a lot of like villain songs that are like the cream of the crop, but I think this might be like oh, yeah. this new is top of the pile
1: anything. I did and... not know that Keegan Michael Key could sing like that. That's him? That's him. Like, oh. obviously, obviously, there's going to be some auto-tune very... and stuff like that, but, like, yeah. that's his voice, and he did a fucking phenomenal job. He ate that shit up. This was oh, a perfect yeah. role for Keegan-Michael Key.
0: Yeah, no, this is him just having the time of his life, just being yes. completely ridiculous, and yes. I really enjoyed it. Yes. But anyway, so he's trying to get, like, the um, twirly-whirly going again, but... He still hasn't figured it out because he's never actually learned anything. He's just been copying Geronicus, Right. So he has no idea what to do. So he tries to sell it and he ends up injuring quite a few people. (laughs) And And those people are his (laughs)
1: investors.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh... uh, (laughs) Brain, no worky. Um... So uh, he's just very frustrated. Don Juan's not really being helpful. Don Juan's like an abusive asshole. Really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And that's the thing that kills me is like he's getting manipulated by a fucking toy, <laughs> and has been for like tw- like 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's a toy voiced by everywhere. Ricky Martin. <laughs> like... <laughs> Anyways.
0: Uh, so that means he has to kind of try and figure this out anyway, anyhow. So Journey it's just, um, you know, she's working with uh, Jeronicus and she ends up showing him that she has this skill. And she's like seeing mm-hmm. all the physics and math and magic that Jeronicus used to be able to see. And he, she, he's like, you can see that? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. I used to able to but it's Mm -hmm. so you get the idea that like things have been dire for this poor guy for a long time um and he's still just kind of continues to push her away but um journey's journey doesn't get pushed away journey just does her own thing so she ends up exploring the old shop and she ends up finding one of his old inventions. And then Edison is joining her because he's like, No, we're not supposed to be up there. Stop it. What are you doing? He's just <laughs> a sweet little boy.
1: <laughs> I love him. He's so good. He just... deserves everything.
0: Yeah. And so they end up finding this robot named Buddy. Funny and Buddy thousand. can, Buddy, oh, I think it's originally 2000.
1: No, he's Buddy 3000. Okay,
0: Buddy 3000. And so, first of all, it sounds like he can speak, but it almost seems like he just, like, um, takes what he hears and repeats Mm -hmm. it back, but then, like, can eventually, like, string those words together. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. And then we find out he can move independently. That's Uh pretty cool. And then we find out he can fly! Yeah! Yeah, which is pretty cool in and of itself. And then we find out, not only can he fly, he can make you fly, too. Yeah! (laughs) So Journey is like, holy shit, yeah, I can fly. This is is a totally normal thing. And Edison is like, this is really weird! (laughs) I don't like this! He's like, he's like, holding on to things. And she's like, Edison, just let go. And so they're having the time of life. But Gustafson sees them. He's been Mm -hmm. spying on the shop. And he finally sees it. And he's like, oh my god, like, there is something there. We need this. But then, um... Uh, um, But then, and so we also learned that, like, Buddy is powered on belief. And mm-hmm. so, um, but when Jeronicus comes into the room, the belief level just crashes. Mm-hmm. And, and like, Buddy says
1: something shit. like losing belief or belief dropping or something like that. Yeah. Like, the second Geronicus walks in.
0: Yeah. And he's unable to work. So, like, they're like, yeah, we, like, found this little toy and it totally works. And he's like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. And that's that's when we start to realize that like the the magic equation, if you will, the magic ingredient is belief, and that's what has been lost this entire time. It is not figuring out like a like a new equation or anything like that. It is just allowing yourself to believe again, and I adore that. Um, yeah, we also uh, have what I think is the best song in the film, um, "Square Root of Possible." um before she gets buddy work journey gets buddy working again um because it, it happened after that like equation conversation with geronicus oh, yeah. and i fucking adored this song it made my heart smile so big because it's it's essentially like the the quintessential song for who journey is as a character um mm-hmm. Because there is a, a line in it, and I don't know if I'm gonna get it correctly 100% because nobody's put out the song lyrics yet. Um, but, like, uh, the, the theme of the song um, the square root of possible is me. Like, I can yeah. do anything. Um, impossible doesn't exist because I can do it. And I just love that for her. Yeah. And she has a beautiful <laughs> voice. Madeline Mills has a gorgeous voice. She's a powerhouse. I'm,
0: everything about the music in this movie just, like, is done so, 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 so well. Like, we've, Mm -hmm. like, because, like, lately there's been a lot of, like, musicals where, like, they'll hire actors who just can't do it. And yeah. so you see somebody struggling through the songs, and like honestly, with this film, if the actor couldn't sing, they just brought in somebody who could, and just let the actor completely emote to it themselves. And the people yeah. who could sing are given like a huge stage. And I'm like, yes, this is how movie musicals are supposed mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is how they are supposed to be done. You can find an act, and I think they did something. They did something somewhat similar with uh, Greatest Showman with the. Um, mm-hmm. The singer lady. But the rest of the cast was just themselves. but yeah. this this movie was just talent, <laughs> just yeah, across the board. There's yeah. not a there is not a weak element to the musical aspect of this movie. No, I love it. And so, yes, Madeline Mills like definitely steals the show here.
1: yeah, she so does. much. She does. isn't it too like after Buddy like shuts down and and, like there is that when uh uh Journey and Geronicus get into a big fight? Yes. Yeah. So they get into this big fight where where Journey is like that she tells him, like, this is what's missing. It is belief. And he's just like, no, I don't, I'm not talking about this. I'm not doing this. And she's just like, but I believe in you. And like we can do this. And like I l- Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and Jeronicus is still very much so uh, hemming and hawing over everything. Um, and their relationship had really started to get better until about this point. Um, and mm-hmm. it kind of all blows up. And I think, I think this is when we get um, around the time when we get Geronicus's first solo song over and over. Um, oh, and yeah. it is sung by Forrest Whitaker. And, I had so, I no say, idea he could sing like that.
0: <laughs> but I would say like, he's like clearly like the weakest of the bunch, but then yeah. they let
1: the music serve him. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so <laughs> he does, he does do some like talk singing quite a bit, Yeah. but I think it works for one, Geronicus as a character and two, especially mm. in this song where yeah. like, it is a very heartfelt, you can tell he is on the verge of tears for the majority of the song. And it's basically like him talking about like, he just keeps making the same mistake over and over and over again, because what he is doing with journey now is exactly what he did to Jessica. Um, yeah. and like he had another chance with journey and then he squanders it because he can't believe in himself. He can't believe in the good of other people. Um, and that's when, that's when a uh, journey goes out and is like sitting outside in the dark in an alley. Cause she's you know frustrated and upset and needs to feel her feels. Um mm-hmm. and then Keegan Michael Key comes and <laughs> is kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't like this, this scene. <laughs> Cause like he's like it's very it feels very much so like um in Willy Wonka or Charlie in the chocolate factory. Oh with, um, and,
0: um with the creepy with, guy who kinda like, yeah, whispered in their ear? What is his name? I can't remember
1: uh charlie and the chocolate. but he's he's
0: the he's he's the um he's the rival to willy wonka right mm-hmm. what is yeah. his
1: name slugworth oh, okay yeah 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 Yeah, it's very slugworthy and he's just like you know like oh he can't see the potential you have and blah 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 and like i you should like come and give me your ideas uh, because I see you for the inventor you are. And Journey's like, fuck you, man. Like, I see right through
0: you. What do you Journey, think you are? Journey, Journey is too emotionally healthy for you
1: to be playing with this. Journey is so emotionally right healthy. Now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And she's like, I'm fucking tired of dealing with these emotionally immature adults. Like, get the fuck out of my way. Um. So she basically is just like, nah, fuck you. So, yeah. What they have to end up, what Gustafson has to end up doing, is like sneaking in and stealing Buddy,
0: mm-hmm. um, and they, he manages to get him onto the back of Mrs. Miss Johnston's mail truck.
1: So mm-hmm. she, because
0: she just got a mail truck, you
1: guys. She did. <laughs> it is very Mrs. fancy. Be,
0: she can't drive to it. Late nineteenth uh, century.
1: <laughs> she can't drive it for shit.
0: Because it's new technology. <laughs> yep.
1: But she's like, no, I totally got this. Totally yeah. got this. And she's like I only
0: almost hit over I only hit one person today.
1: <laughs> and like she's trying to also use her mail truck to flirt with Geronicus, who she keeps calling Jerry. Yes. <laughs> and like this is something that keeps driving Jeronicus nuts, is like nobody's actually calling him by his real name. Like yeah. Ms. Johnston calls him Jerry. Jerry. Um Journey calls him Grandpa Jay. Um, which I think is really cute. Yeah. But yeah, Ms. Johnston is like, look at my new mail truck. Like, oh, it's so pretty Geron- Jerry, do you want to love me? <laughs> Please love me. I have a big red car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, at some point, I for- we forgot to mention this, but at some point, like, um, Geronikus and Journey start a snowball fight. And it's oh, really, yes. it's really sweet. It's, and then like the entire town gets it on it and it's adorable. And the
0: kids are dancing and they're dancing yes. so bad. But, yes, like, they're doing so good. He's able to use like his magic physics to get yeah, the snowball to right. bounce off the side of the building and then like hit her in the back of the head. So she thinks he missed, but actually he had it's it up his skip the entire time. Yeah. So it's there. It's there. Like that, yeah. that brain is still there,
1: you know? Yep. And that's that's that happened before their big fight. So like he's slowly starting to get it back. Like Journey allows him to have fun, like encourages him Mm -hmm. to have fun by starting the snowball fight. And he's like, oh, well, you know what? Ha ha. I can do this, too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes the fight even more painful is because we can see we start to get to see a lot of that growth in Jeronicus of like, okay, maybe he can get back to the person he was or close to it, but I think there, are I think what holds him back is himself and the lack of belief he has in himself and the like scariness of having to believe in yourself again. Yeah. Ugh, this movie.
0: <laughs> so, um, so she, it's just a so Back to where we are. Yeah, so, sorry. Journey <laughs> and Edison decide manage, they, they notice that Gustafsson has taken to Buddy, so they hitch a ride at the back of uh, Miss Johnston's new mail truck. Yep. And they manage to seek it to the factory through like this old big pipe, and it, there's very clearly a fan at the beginning, at the start of it. And I'm like, well, that's not a good idea, but mm-hmm. that's what they do.
1: <laughs> so, well, part of it is, um, What's his name? Gustafson. I I just almost want to keep calling him Keegan Michael Key. Um, <laughs> Gustafson <laughs> is having another showing for his investors, but he's going to use Buddy to do it. Um, <clears throat> that's why he wanted to sneak him back so that way he can get Toymaker of the Year. Um, but the problem with with that is the thing that makes Buddy work is belief. And Gustafson doesn't know that or understand that.
0: No. and
1: obviously then buddy doesn't work. And then none of the investors believe cause they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, <clears throat> and so they all leave. Um, and initially when he's alerted that there are kids in the, in the factory and they're trying to steal buddy, he's just like, just let them have it. It's a broken toy. Like, just let them have it. Um, and Don Juan Diego is like, are you fucking stupid? Like, no, like go get it. Um, And then Buddy starts to work because Journey and Edison are there um, to believe in him. And I don't necessarily remember exactly how the fire started, but I think I think part of it was like, I think part of it was like, oh, this is a security measure we have. (laughs) Like if somebody's trying to steal shit, we're just going to set all the exits on fire. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so they they have to get out now. So they're
0: trapped they can't go back through the factory and he's also turned on the fan. Because of mm-hmm. course he turned on the fan. So they're kinda stuck. They need to get Buddy out. And so then Geronicus they Geronikus hears them in this large tube and he tries to call out to them and they kinda they kinda do a little bit of back and forth and he kind of physics physics mm-hmm. um a way for them to get out and get through the blades without being, you know chopped pieces
1: yeah but it's it's really cool because it's like a collaborative effort between journey edison a a little bit of buddy later and and geronicus because like journey journey is supplying the belief of we can do it and i believe Mm -hmm. in you to figure out the equation to do it and geronicus is like okay and he figures out the equation and like they're coming down on this like box that buddy is being kept in Cause like, it's like a slidey tunnel and um, Edison develops the steering mechanism out of rope to help them steer the box into like the correct uh, degrees and stuff like that. They can, they have to do to be able to make it through the fan, like right in between like one blade and the next. And then it's really cute. Cause Edison is like, Geronicus, I, I, I made the, the steering mechanism and Geronicus genuinely like looks at him and goes, What an inventor. Like and it's oh! just so wholesome. <laughs> like and he's so proud of him. You can hear it in his voice, you can see it in his eyes. He's genuinely proud of this kid, and this makes this kid's entire fucking life.
0: And yeah. it makes
1: my heart smile. And so this is when Geronicus finally gets his belief back. Yeah. Geronicus
0: um, got his groove back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but buddy is badly mangled because yeah. they had to slow well, they... down yeah and they couldn't and so buddy was like slow down and so then like made his arms go really bit his arms and his legs go really big pop out of the box to kind of like try and sl- like slow down the cart yeah. um so he's beat up <laughs> yeah
0: um and so they bring him back to the shop and uh Edison is like, I gotta go home, but like, ds yes, Journey, you're really awesome and you're really pretty, and I really <laughs> like you. And Journey's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks. It's <laughs> cute. I know. <laughs> it so is yeah. <laughs> really is cute. Thank you. Yeah. I love, um, love Young Love. But um it is the day before Christmas, so now Jessica needs to go and fetch Journey because she said, I'm gonna send you to my father Ooh. and I'm gonna pick you up Christmas morning. So Jessica She gets actually on comes the train. a little early. Yeah. She gets on the train and goes and heads up to him and this is where we have the best I'm sorry, this is the best song
1: yeah. in
0: the entire film because Jeronicus yeah. is like, Okay, I've got it back. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put Buddy back together and um, Just because, like, okay, I'm actually like gonna go and I'm gonna face my father, and it's a, it's called "Make It Work," and
1: mm-hmm.
0: holy shit, it's just this, and it's got, um, it's like done to the beat of like a blacksmith's hammer, hammer yeah. too, yeah. and so it's got just like a real nice bass to it, and it's just mm-hmm. good. And <laughs> Anika Noni Rose, a fucking incredible voice. <laughs> so. It's just like, it's just this really powerful, soulful duet mm-hmm. that they're doing. And like, Nika Delphi
1: Rose is fucking killing it. Um, oh, <sighs> I love her so much. I love her so much. And I know exactly, obviously, okay. So obviously she voices Princess Tiana, but like, mm-hmm. I just, I loved closing my eyes a little bit and I'm like, oh, that's Tiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I Okay. So I love this song. I fucking mm-hmm. adore it. This is the one that felt just a smidge out of place for me. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me give me a second to explain why. It's okay, a very yeah. big tonal shift from all of the other music we've had thus far. Um, mm-hmm. The other music we've had thus far is very uh, Motowny, jazzy, kind of soulful stuff like that, and then this one goes very very much so it's kind of bluesy. It also is like very reminiscent of um it, it's very much so it reminds me of like um spirituals like spiritual yeah. songs that yeah. um that black people would sing uh, during slavery and like use that as part of like abolition and stuff like that. That's it gets very back into like that. Um and I think I think it I, you know what the more I'm talking about it it works it does work in the context yeah. of the film because you know what um,
0: you know what if they hadn't if they hadn't had previous songs that had drawn from different um very African American based um musical styles this yeah. song would not have worked but because they had shown already shown that they were pulling from a variety of styles pulling from this sort of style yeah. allows it to work and also because these two are kind of pushing through one of the most painful parts Mm
1: -hmm. of
0: their lives the fact that they're going to come together and make it work again is makes the stylistic choice work
1: yeah you know i changed my mind it yeah (laughs) it made it work (laughs) i think it was just it was it was a big tonal shift though from the other yeah from the other music that we've had thus far but now that we're you know talking it out and processing like it earns that it earns that tonal shift it felt um it reminded me a lot of like uh the music from hadestown um and i loved that um so i you know what yes okay i changed my mind i love this (laughs) song i i always loved this song when i first heard even when i first heard it i was like i adore this song but it feels a little feels a little weird but now that we've talked about it it makes perfect sense and i love it yeah
0: yeah um So yeah, and they reconnect and they work on Buddy together and they get him to work again.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's this and you can see like this is like a big moment for both of them. Like they're willing to reconnect and they're willing to work together again.
1: What what I like with this with this reunion too is like um what ends up being able to be the catalyst for um Mending this relationship is Geronicus. All he had all he had to say was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that is all Jessica wanted. Um, because that is what gets Jessica to stay. And like he shows her that he wrote her hundreds of letters, but like never sent them because like he didn't know like how she would react. He didn't want to hurt her further. He didn't know if she even wanted him in his life and stuff like that. And he has this very heartfelt line where he's just like um it was in a letter that he was going to send to Jessica of like, you know, I I've always been the greatest inventor of all time, but I wish I could have been the greatest father. And it's like ha! No. <laughs> <Pain>. <laughs> um and so that's when Jessica forgives him and they are going to work on buddy together to get him working again.
0: And then Journey comes downstairs, it's Christmas morning, and she sees her grandfather, not only working on Buddy, but he's working on Buddy with his daughter, her mother, and it's just a really wonderful moment. Mm -hmm. It's just, it feels like generational wounds are being healed. Uh, (laughs) It's a good
1: Christmas morning. (laughs) Yeah. It's really beautiful. It's so beautiful.
0: I Well, okay, so when I was looking at... Uh, when I saw them, like, get out of the uh, Gustafson's uh, toy store, I just, like, quickly looked at the time left on the, the film. I'm like, oh, we are nowhere near the end of
1: the film. Yeah, we still got stuff to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Gustafson chose that. Uh, so how do we get to Gustafson trying to frame him? Does the banker show up first?
1: No, um, the okay. police show up with Gustafson and like yell for Geronicus and ruins the very tender moment of Geronicus, yeah. of Jessica, and Journey being all together. And mm-hmm. there. He basically. Ger- he's, sorry, go ahead.
0: Well, so basically, Gustafson's there and he's like, I have the plans. You
1: stole Buddy from me. This is my thing. You're going to take him out. So what ends up happening is like, there's no way it's it would be a he said she said in terms of like no that's Mm -hmm. that is my work um because you know like they didn't have patents back then Mm -hmm. but journey is a girl who thinks of everything and so we totally forgot to mention this when journey finally connects with geronicus um he makes her sign this really long contract (laughs) (laughs) of like you're not going to touch anything you're not going to break anything you're not going to breathe on anything wrong and so she has to sign and as she's signing she's like oh well this pen is out of ink and he's just like no it's not keep signing and then brings it under a black light a black light and you can see her signature so what Journey did was with the black light pen marks it so that way they know it is Geronicus's invention, because after that creepy conversation that she had with Gustafson, that's what she did, because she mm-hmm. knew he was going to try and steal it. And so that's how they're able to prove it is Geronicus's design and not Gustafson.
0: So then the police are like, well, OK, <laughs> you come down to the station with us. And he's like, wait, no, what? Fuck no, no. This is, mm-hmm. this is how this was supposed to go. But then Geronicus stops them right at the door and he's like, here, I have something for you. Mm-hmm. He hands him a gift. That was the gift he was supposed to receive the night he stole Jeronicus' book. Mm-hmm. And inside was the um, mechanism that would have made the Twirly Whirly possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Jeronicus looked at him and said, I would have given this to you. You would have, like, I would, like, I wanted you to be my apprentice, and I wanted you to learn. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: and, you like, you just...
0: He just had to be patient and, like, oh, like, the hubris of that moment where you're like, oh.
1: And, like, Gustafson is, is in tears. Like, he... Yeah. And, and you can tell just by just by the journey that... Not, haha, journey. The journey yeah. that Keegan-Michael Michael's Michael Key's face goes on that, like, oh, I fucked up. Like, yeah. I have no reason to resent Jeronicus anymore. It is entirely my bad
0: <laughs> and just yeah. kind of
1: goes and is like yeah okay um, this is my punishment yeah good. but okay. don't they also they also uh jeronicus turns off don juan for good um oh yeah of course <laughs> don juan like, had to come
0: and don juan's like i've got this i i own everything and jeronicus just looks at him and is like I'm retinkering with you. Because yep. <laughs> clearly. Yep. Cuz he's going to mani- try quite work. Yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> going to try
1: and manipu- manipulate Jeronicus like he did with Gustafson and he's like, "Nah.
0: Nah. So you're done. Bye." Yeah. And so The happiness of this moment causes everybody to believe and Buddy's there so Buddy can start flying and then everybody else starts to fly. Mm -hmm. And who should show up at that moment but the banker being like, I have Mm -hmm. to take, oh no, wait, oh my god, is that your toy? Is that it? Is that (laughs) what I've been waiting
1: 30 years
0: for? Yep. he's like, you
1: can take all the money you want. This is fine. This yeah, is great. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that fucking killed me. Was he was just like, the bank will give you whatever money you want for the rest of your life. And I'm like, what? Since when are <laughs> banks a the good guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved the way they animated the, fl- not animated, Um, that they did the visual effect for the flying. Cause like they could have yeah. made it like really like zippy kind of flying. Like, zoom i can fly and stuff like that but it felt very mary poppins um yeah when they take when they uh start to fly during i love to laugh um as well as like peter pan kind of flying um where it's very slow um but it's very intentional and i just i liked that decision to make the flying look like that instead (laughs) of like i'm zipping through the room it's a good
0: reflection of how the film wants you to feel like you're yeah. not going to be like, Wee! you're like, Oh my God. Like this mm-hmm. is, this is just lovely and wonderful. And like, I feel like the flying kind of reflects that back a lot yeah. where, yeah.
1: Feels so, very, let's go fly a kite.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so store, so Jeronicus is able to start inventing again, the family. Heels, like they're together again. Mm-hmm. And uh Jerry finally starts showing interest in Mrs. Johnston. And
1: that was her whole thing, was like trying to get him to see that it's okay to move on. Again. And, yeah. Because yeah. she's also and... a widow. Yes, she is. Um and like has she been a little too much. For the, in the movie. Yeah. But, um, her point, her, you know, the point of her part of her character is like helping him see like, you can love again. It's okay. You're not letting go of your wife. Um, Mm -hmm. but you are allowing yourself to feel happiness. Um, and (laughs) I love it because he, she tried to kiss him earlier in the film with mistletoe. And so then he brings it out again and is like, you know, I kind of forgot how this works. I think, like, you put it over somebody else's head and yeah. And then he gives her a little, little smooch on the cheek. And like, <laughs> she's just like sitting there with her eyes closed. And he's like, Miss Johnston, are you okay? And then she just starts like singing like part of her song from earlier in the movie again because she is just like, girlfriend gets so turned on from a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking Jane Austen novel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the the family was all re- reunited, and that's how like um the Geronicus angle of the story ends. And then we find
0: out that um grandmother, who's been speaking to her grandchildren, is like that's Journey. That is true. So Journey has lived a long and full life, and she's finally ready to share that with her grandchildren. And mm-hmm. she tells them it's belief. And so when you look at the fire and when you see people dancing, that is people dancing. Like, you're not mm-hmm. just seeing things. That's real. And so she kind of passes on that belief and that magic on to her grandchildren. And she shows And Buddy them... shows up. And Buddy shows up. Buddy's and still- uh, she shows them that, like, they took over the uh factory and, like, heirs. Heir- <laughs> they're by the way children you are heirs to a toy
1: <laughs> <laughs> toy empire
0: <laughs> just, a toy empire and they kind of look at it with magic and you know because Buddy's there she turns around and she just becomes a child again she's 10 yeah. year old journey again and, <laughs> I want to cry yeah, it's so
1: wonderful <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like and then- she just gives Buddy a little nod and they all start flying and they're gonna fly to the Geronicus jangle or jangle and things. Um yep. we don't know if Geronicus is still alive at this point because it's like their great great grandfather. Um probably not. <laughs> but but like it kind of gets a little implied um when mm. they realize that they're, you know, part of Geronicus's family line. And like she shows them the factory, and they she's like, I t- I think it's time for you to go. Like it's time for you to go see. Um yeah. Like implying it could be implying that Geronicus is still around and they're gonna go see Geronicus. With the magic this film gives me, I would be perfectly fine if Geronicus was still alive and very, very, very old. <laughs> and then
0: that's that's the story. Mm-hmm. We need to pause. Okay. Cause I've had two big cups of water and I need to pee. Oh, go pee. Okay.
1: <laughs> go pee. Oh, Emma, you're not going to hear this right now, but I'll throw this in. We also get the reprise of This this Day, the first song in the film. Um, so we get that big, joyful ending in terms of the music again as well. And that was the beautiful, beautiful movie. Do we have any worst of this movie? <laughs> uh, well, no, really? <laughs> I mean, okay. I w- I guess, I w- I would say the worst dead is, wife? um, de- yeah. I was just gonna say that Geronicus gets a case of the dead wife, um, yeah, because dead wife always gotta die for sad man man pain. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, it is the smallest of grievances. It, Otherwise, it, it is, I don't think yeah. I have a worst for this movie.
0: No, everything about this movie is done with so much love.
1: Hmm.
0: And there's yeah like you're like it's 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 a good thing that dead wife is the worst that this movie yeah um, so that speaks especially
1: compared to the, to the 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 two movies we reviewed for our previous episode this was definitely a huge breath of fresh air <laughs> yes oh this God. was the balm to the soul that we needed from the pain that was holiday <laughs> oh. so what was your favorite what was your best?
0: uh what is my
1: gosh how do i (laughs)
0: know let's go with the first big musical number and i'll tell you why it reminded me a lot of um some of the musical numbers from the 1997 cinderella with brandy, yeah like the color and the choreography and just the fact that it was just like a bunch of people t- dancing in a town center and like yeah it very much gave up to the same vibes that i got that you get from watching that version of cinderella yeah so i would say that would be it because that was when i knew that i was in for something like really really good and really really special
1: yeah i you know the the in terms of story and and character, I think the best thing about this movie is just Journey. Like yeah. everything about Journey is amazing. She is incredible. I love her solo, her big solo song "Square Root of Possible." Like I was humming that all last night. Um, mm-hmm. So that is story wise, um, that's the best part. Also, all of these people are cast perfectly. Oh my gosh, yes. There is not a single person that I'm like. Mm, I don't think that was the best performance. Like it could have been somebody else. Like, no, I think everybody did an amazing job. And then the music, I think the music is the absolute thing that puts this movie over the top because Mm -hmm. it does a good job with telling the story. The music doesn't, because like sometimes with movie musicals, like that aren't based off of stage productions, um, the music can feel a little forced in at times, but like Mm -hmm. everything flows wonderfully um, mm-hmm. I know I initially, initially had the thing with make it work, but the more we processed it now, it, it makes it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but then also that the music is entirely based around the history of black music. Um, mm-hmm. and you can hear it throughout the entirety of, of the score and the, the soundtrack portion of the music and the choreography. I got to get about it for the choreography too. It was Perfect.
0: Choreography is good. I also want to really point out costuming. Yes. Because costuming and hair, um, like, we didn't really talk about it, but, like, Journey has these buns, but they have, like, gears in them. Yeah. And, and like, that's kind of, like, a signature part of her character because when Grandma Journey lets the, the kids know that it's actually her, she shows them gears that she still has put up in her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the costuming, it's so bright and colorful, but it yes. it never – it never looks cheap or gaudy like you could tell yeah. that there was just the, the 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 design and the materials used mm-hmm. they all worked and because like we're telling like this sort of fantastical story it just like it, it didn't ever feel too sugary it was just like the right amount
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and the it, it the color palettes also managed to suit their timeline
1: yes which
0: is like being colorful and also looking like you belong in that time period is, mm-hmm. I would say quite a feat. Um, right. And like, I'm not a fashion, fashion history major by any means, but I think it really worked together and it really yeah. allowed everybody's characters to come through. And yeah. Oh my God. That so was something funny. I
1: appreciated so much about this. And we know that I love to harp on, historical accuracy in costuming with these movies because of fucking a spirit for the spirit for christmas or whatever the christmas spirit whatever the fuck it was and her stupid dress (laughs) um but like the like the colors of the fabrics that um are used in this film wouldn't have been like there's like somebody wearing like a lime green dress at some point it wouldn't have existed uh, well, maybe it would have, but it really wouldn't have been worn much back then. But because of the story, because of the the um, artistic theme, the artistic direction of this movie, like everything works. They make everything work. They do a beautiful job of marrying um, historical accuracy in terms of costuming with this steampunk vibe that we got going on. And then also like to reflect what this film is like the story it's trying to tell and the it also fits a lot with um with the 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 music um mm-hmm. so like on on the joyful soulful songs people are wearing more brighter colors like significantly brighter colors and mm-hmm. i really i'm, I'm i really want to go and check back with make it work cuz i know the costumes also looked really different too. Mm -hmm. They were more um muted tone for both. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it it reflects like what tone we're at in the movie. Um I just i love I love it so much. It's really, really good. Mm -hmm. It is so good.
0: I think it's been made very clear that we find this movie to be incredibly sincere. Nobody phoned it in whatsoever. No no, the chemistry all worked between the cast, the way it was supposed to work, just really well done. Christ- Christmas magic, yeah, of course. Like, it kind of felt like, a, almost like a vintage gingerbread town in some way. Yeah. Like, just, it like, it, it. didn't look like they were like trying to make it like, Christmas feel. It was like a historically no. accurate um, older village that happened to be christmas at that time
1: yeah it's very so, um charles dickinson um yes very very much so like i wanted to call him scrooge mcduck oh my god <laughs> very ebenezer scrooge very ebenezer scrooge um i think and i think that was the vibe that they were going for too um mm-hmm. but like like charles dickinson but make it actually good (laughs) and bright um (laughs) charles dickinson but make it black um yes it is this movie is unbelievably sincere Mm -hmm. what 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 was your um do you have an unbelievable suspension of disbelief uh that that book would have held out for that long oh fair
0: that's the like, that's like a nitpick. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Mine is uh, that the banks are actually the good guys. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> that the, the bank would just someone... give somebody
0: money after 30 years of non payment. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that'll really happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Man, um... the banks in like, in like, in these movies that depict like late 1800s, early 1900s, like the banks are so nice then. Like, <laughs>
0: You know, it's, it's all part of the big bank. <laughs> <Get a machine. laughs>
1: this is what Alexander Hamilton pictured when he established the U.S. banking system. <laughs> Was Dick Van Dyke in an old man costume flying oh, around as well as Hugh Bonneville with amazing mutton chops um, promising all the money <laughs> in the bank <laughs> 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 to a man who's 30 years in debt.
0: <laughs> and like, he literally turns around and like, Gives him like a big, uh, big suitcase full of cash. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's hilarious.
1: I love that. I love, yeah, Christmas magic.
0: Yeah, down so much from the hair down to its tippy
1: tippy. Just, ooh, is this Christmas magic? And this movie is very much so like Klaus, where it's not necessarily about. Christmas like it's a Christmas no. movie but it's not a Christmas movie because again you could you could probably take a good chunk of this movie place it during like the spring and it still works it's just a yeah, movie yeah. that so happens to come with Christmas it could have been that he was usually like really big at Easter
0: right like, they made it for
1: Christmas and right.
0: honestly I think it, I it, think making it for Christmas was the
1: optimal choice oh definitely oh 100% yeah. it wouldn't be <laughs> as good it wouldn't be as good if it weren't around Christmas time it's just yeah. that it doesn't lean itself on Christmas as the holiday to be able mm. to make it a Christmas movie. Again, it's about, it's like Klaus in that it's about what Christmas should feel like.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so that belief, whether that's, you know, it doesn't have to be in Santa Claus or anything like that. It's the belief in yourself, the belief in others, the belief in your loved ones. Um, and huh, man, that's the shit that gets me. Yeah.
0: So are we saying Rosé cheer, or are we oh, drowning our sorrows in beer? So much cheer! I'm drowning... No, I'm kidding.
1: Like, do, do You
0: need... Let's just, like... Let's just get, like, a case of
1: Rosé for this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this movie it's, deserves... It's that good. I would it pop a bottle of champagne for this movie. Yep. I would yep. also pop a bottle for Klaus. So Klaus and Jingle Jangle are fucking up there for me.
0: Yeah. This has been... I'm just so like when we find it's like <laughs> this year, it's like the highest of highs and the lowest. of lows. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. High. So
1: it's interesting.
0: I wonder if we're going to get more mi- middling stuff next week.
1: I think we will. Cause those we're doing more lifetime movies. next yes. week. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, next week is I think both of them are lifetime movies. Okay. Oh no. The other one is Hallmark, but same difference. Mm-hmm
0: yeah there's literally no difference so.
1: <laughs> no no <sighs> Abby where can they find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Abby M Cecilia you can also hear me scream about Star Wars and put my fist through things on, uh, on my Star Wars podcast Lazy Beautiful Town that I host with our dear friend Jess we upload this pod to the LBT feed um, and so if you also want to us out we are on twitter at lbt pod what about you emma
0: i'm at emphasis it's e-m-f-y-s underscore n-e-s-t um i also have a podcast about star wars maybe um that's <laughs> 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 <at laughs> traffic skywalk and our uh, episodes are uploaded there yes you can follow us on twitter at rose till xmas day mm-hmm. right yep Um, and uh, that's where you can see the schedule which is getting a quick little refresher quick little update um based on some things we've discovered in the midst of uh (laughs) this year so one of which is gonna be really interesting to
1: talk about
0: but yeah um so uh there is going to be slight changes to the schedule we'll keep you updated there
1: next week we are watching christmas on wheels and a timeless christmas christmas on wheels i think you should be able to watch it on lifetime online and then the same thing for a timeless christmas but with hallmark online um okay. if i find other ways to watch it i will put it on the tweeter but yeah we'll tweet about some of the scheduling changes and we'll talk that about more that, 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 that we'll talk about that more next week yeah and so with that jingle
0: your jangle, yeah? jingle Have a jangles christmas.
1: And please listen to the soundtrack over and over and over again. I know I'm going to.
0: And um, the square root of impossible is you.
1: Yeah. You can <laughs> do anything. You
0: can do anything you want when
1: you're christmas <laughs> <laughs> ah, That's a good way to end it. Bye! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>